welcome back to Here So We Don't Get Fined. My name is David. My name is Thomas. And uh, we are back to finish off our sports movie bracket. Yes, unfortunately, we cannot let the conversation get too out of hand today. Yeah, today we are actually on a time schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have, uh, I am supposed to be at work in an hour and five minutes. Yeah, you got this. Yeah. It'll be easy. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, also, unfortunately for Thomas, uh, we did take a poll. Now, I should say oh, this. Hold on. I messed up the poll. Uh, I did not, I failed to put the poll on the Spotify because I don't know how. And uh, I failed to ask because I'm dumb and I forgot. However... We did do a poll in one of our group messages, and uh, Coach Carter unanimously won. So, uh, why, why is this being framed like you're upset for me? I, I genuinely just could not pick between two moves. I'm sorry, buddy. I know you're mad. I am, you like, know what? I am fuming. Don't get too mad. I am fuming. I might just delete the rest of the bracket. I get it. I get it. But anyway, uh, we are now moving on to the second round. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, man, also, <laughs> I've always known you've had bad takes when it comes to film and television. But this pod, <laughs> I've never seen so many people come after you, my dude. Who has come after And you? it was awesome. I'm just so glad other people realize how uh, silly you are. No one's come after me. Clearly, you and I didn't read the same messages. I have not seen anyone come at me. Just because people agree with you doesn't mean they're coming at me. I, I'm pretty sure someone actually called you an idiot. Uh, okay, like that's new. That's out of the normalcy of my daily life. Fair. But, point is, I'm glad other people are finally starting to realize how silly your views are. My views are my views, and everyone's got their own silly little views. You think lasagna's good? I don't. I don't like lasagna. You think spaghetti is good? I love spaghetti. That's a silly view to have. Spaghetti and meatballs? I think... <laughs> what? You don't... Spaghetti is gross. You're one of 17 people on the planet who doesn't like spaghetti, and you think it's silly that I like it? You know what the ironic thing is? I'm Italian. I mean, barely. I mean, we're going to find out soon just how Italian I am, but I am Italian nonetheless. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Are you ready to talk about movies? Bro, I am so ready. Are Again, sure? mostly because I'm excited for people to just keep hearing your s- crappy You know what? Takes. I did see people come at you over your views of Caddyshack. Yeah, that's true. I did that's see true. that. I, I knew that was an unpopular opinion. I knew. I had some people defend me, but then some people did come at me. Uh, which, like, I knew that was an unpopular opinion, so. Are you ready? I get it. Yeah, I'm ready. Invincible versus Caddyshack. Listen, again, I don't like Caddyshack. No, I know. And Invincible is, like, not my favorite movie by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably not even in, like, my top seven sports movies. Yeah. But I think the story, the way it's told... Mark Wahlberg. I think everything about Invincible is better than Caddyshack. Invincible to me is like Rudy. And what I mean by that is it's a movie you can, like, you should see, but then once you have seen it, there's no real reason to watch it again. Whereas Caddyshack is fun. 
You don't even like Caddyshack. I love Caddyshack. Oh my gosh. Now you're just trying to make up. No, I love Bill Murray and the Gopher? Come on. I could watch two hours of that alone. Caddyshack is stupid. It is stupid. And there are two, in my opinion. And I love it. Two types of stupid comedy. Funny stupid and just plain stupid stupid. And I think this is the difference between a good Adam Sandler movie and a bad Adam Sandler movie. Waterboy. Caddyshack. I know. Waterboy is just a stupid movie. It's stupid stupid. I mean, that's that's kind of offensive. Happy Gilmore. (laughs) Happy Gilmore is stupid funny. You know what I mean? Like that, and that's the like I said this on the last pod. Adam Sandler is very hit or miss for me, mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten, that delineation lies solely on is it stupid, stupid, or stupid funny, and that to me is how I view comedy movies. And when I watch Caddyshack, it's simply stupid, stupid. Invincible wow. is a beautiful story about a man in his thirties who is fast as all get out, who is convinced by his community to try out for the Eagles and makes impactful plays on a team in the National Football League and rises up a community in support of him, surrounding him, brings life to a place that is considered the dumps. I mean, you know come what? on. You know what? You know what? We'll pass Invincible only because he somehow converted a Giants fan into an Eagles fan and to be his girlfriend. <laughs> that is the only reason. That is a big upset. I want everyone listening to know that I'm only doing this because we don't have time to argue about it. So all your uh, upsetness, these feelings you're feeling right now about Caddyshack losing to Invincible, they all are a result of David. Can I make it worse? Yeah. I don't want to move on Invincible because of how much I love Invincible. What? The only reason I want to move on Invincible is because of how much I hate Caddyshack. You are going to get buried. I don't care. Okay. And you're saying I'm the one with stupid... Look, I understand that that's an unpopular opinion. I get it. I understand it. I firmly accept it. All right. The Adam Sandler Bowl. The Longest Yard versus Happy Gilmore. I... Personally, don't think this is very close. Oh, yeah. No. Not even a little bit. But where are you landing on it? Well, where are you landing on it? Longest Yard. Oh. Happy Gilmore. I don't... I'm just... I'm just... I'm just I was about to say, I don't... Look, I liked Happy Gilmore. It was funny. I had never seen it. The Longest Yard is... I Like... You very rarely are remakes better than the original. I, I feel pretty confident saying that the remake... Of the longest yard is better than the original. Yeah, I and agree. I don't think it's much of a conversation. I agree. I also think film back then was just generally bad. I mean, that's an opinion to have. I think there were very few good movies. I just from like the nineteen. I like. I liked the cast and the way they played their roles better. Yeah, I yeah. do too. Yeah, I do too. I love the longest yard. I think it's a phenomenal film that. Um, Yes, you mentioned it last time. Might have some things that today would be considered like offensive, but like all in all, it is a story about a group who has no hope coming together with one another and finding hope that hope in each other. And I think there's something so beautiful about that. Whereas like the long, longest yard is about a failed hockey player who hits a ball real far and gets the girl in the end and saves grandma's house. That's true. I, can I tell you one thing that kind of bothered me about Happy Gilmore? Sure. 
there wasn't a lot of like character development of Happy. No. Like it's not like at the end of this movie he's suddenly much more mature, I mean, understands the error of his ways. Like I think character development and film has really kind of been a more recent thing relatively to like films coming out. But I don't I don't think that is necessarily relevant to the like Happy Gilmore. Like I think character development was made really like a priority in like the 80s. I, I and 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 from that point forward. But I don't know. I don't know. I also don't like old movies so I don't watch them a lot, so I could be wrong, but so you um, could say that your own personal bias is uh, getting in the way a little bit here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. okay. I just want that on the record. Yeah, I, I knew. But this knew is a not. Was... This is not an objective list. The only no, we've no, no, said no, it no, multiple David, times. The David, only time David, we resort to David. objectivity is when we cannot decide. I just want to make sure you get your your. This due. is a yeah. This is a sure, subjective list. I just want to make sure you get your due uh, blowback. Yeah, for your opinions on this list, I think you're just upset because you've been getting all the blowback. I mean, and you want me to get some. I mean, if you're gonna keep saying out of pocket stuff, I can't control what's gonna happen, dude. Listen, man, I'm not out of pocket. You, your face is out. Your entire being is out of pocket right now. What's next? Coach Carter versus dodgeball. Oh, this isn't hard. It's an it's an easy dub for Coach Carter. Yeah. I love dodgeball. I I honestly like comedy is important. Comedy is great. I love comedy. But like when you compare films, I think comedies make you laugh and they are a good time and blah 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 whereas like dramatic films and like stuff that actually has substance to it carries a lot more weight in the film community. Like that's why I think a lot of people gained respect for people like Jim Carrey after his performance in like the Truman Show and the Eternal Spotlight or the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, because you see him going from this comedy that he's great at into an actual serious dramatic role. So I think like any time drama goes up against comedy, it all, almost automatically has a leg up because I think it just has more of an impact in film. And Coach Carter, when you look at Coach Carter versus Dodgeball, Dodgeball is great. It's a good time. It's a fun time. But what movie did you come away thinking? What movie did you come away maybe with a different viewpoint or a different mindset? What movie did you see, were you able to watch and see a different perspective than what you've lived with and grown up with? I mean, and I think that's very clearly Coach Carter as opposed to Dodgeball. I mean, or you could look at it as we have one good movie and one really bad movie. And the good movie would win. If you think Dodgeball's a bad movie, it's because you don't have good taste. I have I have fine taste. You I don't. love my taste. I think we've proven that. But yeah, Coach Carter, that's an easy dub, man. I think it's one of Samuel L. Jackson's best roles. Okay. Uh, cool Runnings versus 42. Man. It, I, think, I think this is very similar to the last conversation we had. Cool Runnings is a great movie. Great movie. But 42 is more. Yeah. It checks those boxes that Cool Runnings doesn't even yeah. dip into. Well, and I, and I think Cool Runnings does dip into it. I will say, like, Cool Runnings does address, like, you know, the poverty in Jamaica. It does address the inability to get out of a certain situation and the amount of work and effort it takes uh, to, to kind of get out of a bad situation that you're in. How difficult it can be to overcome your circumstances. Like, I think 
Cool Runnings, while doesn't explicitly like as in depth go into that as Forty Two does, I think it does dip its toe into it a little bit, but just not nearly to the level of Forty Two. And I think that's what ultimately, like you said, is going to elevate Forty Two. Also, Chadwick Boseman does incredible. All the acting is incredible. Harrison Ford does a good job in that film. Even the guys like I. The guy from Dodgeball, the guy who plays the pirate in Dodgeball, is the guy who screams the N-word at Jackie Robinson on the other baseball team. Really? Yeah. And, like... I see it now. I... I see it now. Genuinely came away from watching 42 thinking that guy was a racist bigot. Not his character, his actor. That's how good of a job he did acting. So, just the, the acting in the entire film was fantastic. The writing was great. The storytelling was great. Every, 42 is such a phenomenal film. Um, I love Cool Runnings. I'm sad that this isn't closer, but yeah, 42 takes it. Yeah, easy. That's easy. Uh, remember the Titans versus D2. I have a really strong feeling that you're about to do stupid stuff and try to pull for D2 here. I mean, it's Remember the Titans. But it's definitely Remember, remember the, Titans. the Titans is very likely to win this bracket. Yeah. Like, listen, I... Are you are you aware of a concept called confirmation bias? Mm, yes, vaguely. So it's basically the idea that, like, you will look stuff up to not, con- to, oh, to, confirm not to inform point. yourself, but to confirm your already existing viewpoint. Yeah. So, like... I think you and I could both clearly say that Lamar Jackson is not a top two quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Right? Um, I think no one in their right mind would say Lamar Jackson is the second best quarterback in the National Football League. But maybe someone who does. Maybe. Huh? What? I don't know what you said. I didn't say anything. I was just reiterating your point. I'll listen back. I just looked at the clock. I'll listen back. Um, But um, someone who maybe does think Lamar Jackson is the second best quarterback Mm -hmm. in the league, Mm -hmm. would look up stats. And what they would find is Lamar Jackson is the second highest winning percentage since coming into the league. Doesn't he also have like a stupid high pocket percentage? Fifth highest winning percentage of all time. Second highest winning percentage since coming into the league. Uh, Now, someone who thinks he's the second best quarterback of all time could just pull that stat and say, see, he's the second best of all time. He has the second highest winning percentage. Or second best in the NFL right now because he has the second highest winning percentage. That's confirmation bias, right? Okay. Where are you going with this? In between last pod and this pod, I rewatched Remember the Titans. I mean, you watched part of it. No, I finished it yesterday. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I was already thinking Remember the Titans <laughs> was going to win this bracket. And as I'm crying at the end of this film, when they're all at Gary Bertier's funeral... I started again, but this is definitely going to win. <laughs> like, Spoilers. Like, the movie's 23 years old, if you haven't seen it by now. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, you don't know, maybe maybe some people didn't even know this movie existed, and they were going to use this podcast. They just found out about it. They wanted to check it out when it won the bracket, and you just, you just gave it away. Oh, well. Uh, anyway, you're a terrible person. I have now confirmed to my already existing belief that Remember the Titans will win this bracket. And I love D2. I'm sad to see it go. Like, D2 is a great movie. It's I We looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes. It has an abysmal rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which yep. does nothing but make me sad because it's such a good film. But uh, Remember the Titans has to move on. 
All right, we got three more matchups in this round. Okay. Friday Night Lights versus Rudy. I know where I'm leaning. This is all you. I've never seen Rudy. Uh, Rudy sucks. All right. You're kicking, uh, you kicked Caddyshack out of the second round because of how much you don't like it. I'm doing the same to Rudy. All right. I, I just, I also, we talked about it in the last pod. Friday Night Lights has a, it's, it's got a, it's got a special place in my heart. Fair enough. And it was a good movie. It was a good movie. You said, I, again, you never seen Rudy. literally said on the last pod that it wasn't a good movie. I said it was fine. That's not saying it's a good movie. All right, you're right. I didn't like it. Yeah. But. You're wrong, but it's okay. Am I? Yeah. But anyway, Rudy is out. Friday Night Lights is in. And again, if you're mad about that, blame Thomas. I've never seen Rudy. I think the, the so we got two more matchups. I think the next one is easy. Okay. I think the one after that we're gonna disagree. Okay. I actually know we're gonna disagree on the next one after. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the greatest game ever played versus Miracle. Man, the greatest game ever played is a great movie. I think Miracle is better. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not. That's not an indictment of the greatest game ever played. That's just a, that's just bad luck of the draw. Yeah. Like D two should be going further. It's not. Like I, I yeah man. These are two movies, both based on a true story, both incredible stories. Like the unlikely victor of a situation that they shouldn't even have been in, let alone winning. Um, Francis, we met was is a pillar in the golf community, especially amateur golf. Uh, and the, but then like that that U.S. that U.S. hockey team was just so good, and that in the movie, man, the way they tell it is so and like again, greatest game ever played, also great, but just Kurt Russell, also like they included the original call from Al Michaels in the movie, which yeah. is arguably the I greatest call it. in the history of sports. I love like, it when they do stuff like yeah. that in biopics and stuff like such. Like it is. Chef's kiss. I think the top three calls in sports history are this call from Al Michaels, the uh, Ken Griffey sending the uh, Seattle Mariners to the ALCS over the Yankees, and then the uh, the Iron Bowl. Chris the Davis. The kick six. Yeah. The kick six from the Iron Bowl. I think those are the three best calls in sports history, and I think I, th- I could really argue that the one from Miracle sits on top. Um and so just all of that combined, dude, like Miracle is so freaking good. I love the greatest game ever played. I'm also a golf nerd. But yeah, Miracle's got I would argue that the kick six sits on top. I wouldn't be mad at that argument. Because, and here's the be reason why. I feel like when the Ken Griffey call happened and the Miracle call happened, there was this kind of pressure to be extra professional because we were kind of branching into, you know, this more established uh concept of tv rights and all that yeah whereas on the chris davis like you could like you could hear the emotion also the the guy in the background oh my god oh my god it's gonna win yeah yeah dude that's just oh oh i literally just talking about it i got chills yeah every time i hear any of those calls i get chills they're so good that was such a like magical season for auburn yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they also had the, uh, and I'm pretty the, sure Alabama won on the win the national championship that year. So they had the um, the Georgia game where they threw the hail mary and two defenders like 
came together and bobbled it and like the guy just caught it with one hand the auburn wide receiver caught it with one hand on a breakaway to the end zone like what a season yeah back on topic yeah the sandlot versus she's the man i know where you stand i know where i stand i know we disagree they're both good but you cannot tell i love she's the man i do Amanda Bynes was great. Channing Tatum is great. The story's hilarious and funny. You cannot sit here and tell me that you think she's the man is better than the Sandlot. You know what I can sit here and tell you? That we, people our age, reflect more fondly on the Sandlot due to nostalgic bias than we should. That's absolutely not true. How When's the last time you watched the Sandlot? A year ago. Thomas, I am not a nostalgia guy. Are you sure? I have said multiple times about multiple things that nostalgia should not be a determining factor in whether something is good or bad. I've like said that plenty of times. The Sandlot is not only one of the best sports movies ever, ever it's one of the best coming-of-age stories ever. The Sandlot is beautiful. It's amazing. It's incredible. The narration to the actors I'm to the camaraderie saying, of the I'm guys. Not, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, David. I'm not even like it's a it's a great movie. Yeah. I just it's and a, I know I know that our tiebreaker is going to rule in favor of the Sandlot because she's the man is a movie that would typically get not great critical score critic scores. So I know the Sandlot is moving forward. That being said, though, I just I just think we should be, like, take a, you know, this is a little like, hey, maybe you don't like The Sandlot as much as you say you do. Maybe you just like it because everyone else says that they love it. Well, if you're like that, then watch The Sandlot again so you can love it for yourself. Uh, and if you think people do that, you're just silly. Because Sandlot is a fantastic movie. The critics and the audience agree Sandlot is higher in both categories. I mean, that's... By that's, a pretty significant mark. That's quite literally what I predicted moments both ago. Both categories. Quite literally what Not I... Not just audience, though. I'm, also critics. I think everyone knew what I was saying. You telling me critics are blinded by nostalgia? I'm telling you critics are full of shit. I, you just love the fact that you can say one S word without getting us an explicit tag on here, don't you? A little bit. Fair enough, fair enough. You just got to use it <clears throat> properly. Fair enough, fair enough. Which, uh, like, I wish that I would have said that earlier about you on uh, Caddyshack. But, you know, missed opportunities are missed opportunities. Oh, well. Opportunities. That's my Mike Babcock impression. I don't know who that is. Isn't that a GM in the... Hockey coach. Hockey? Oh, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Toronto, no. right? He used to coach Toronto. He's, like, yeah. blacklisted in the NHL. Oh, yeah. He was part of that... Uh, Detroit Red Wings, not quite a dynasty, but almost a dynasty, on the cusp of a dynasty. He got a lot of flack for uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs drafted Mitch Marner fourth overall, and they ha he had him make a list of everyone on the roster who worked the hardest versus who worked the least hardest. He had Marner do this? Yeah, and then he leaked the list to the team. Wow. Yeah. He also... I, I Interesting think he said, coaching tactic. I think he said something like concussions aren't real oh. either. And like this was in like 2017. 
So like way later than it, that sentence should have been spoken. Like if it's if it way was later like, than acceptable. <laughs> yeah, like if he said it in like two thousand nine, probably gets away scot free. Yeah, like no one really cared, yeah. you know. But on to round three. The Sandlot versus Coach Carter. You're starting weird. Why am I starting weird? You putting these out of order is messing me up. You you telling them to me out of order is messing them up. I'm just going in whatever order I feel like. Obviously. Uh, I would move on the Sandlot. I know you would move on the Sandlot. I, man, this is, if you're talking about like, I feel like depth of movie, then you got to go Coach Carter, right? It is a deeper movie. Just depth. But other than that, Sandlot's better. Elaborate. Sandlot has a better score. Sandlot, that's a soundtrack, basically. I don't, I wasn't sure if you knew what that was. I, I didn't. Sandlot. I thought you were talking about tomato meter. No. No, 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 no. A better score is in like music within the, not just soundtrack, but also the music in between, like the, the music during the run scene when they're running from the dog, like that's part of the score. I mean, I thought the music in the both score. movies were unremarkable. I think music in both movies is pretty good. But I think Sandlot has a better score. I think the uh, storytelling in Sandlot is better. I think the characters are more uh, developed. The characters are more developed and better in the Sandlot. I'll give you the character development. I won't give you the story. I mean, I disagree. I told better. I'm not saying like the story itself. I'm not saying is better. I think the story is told better in the Sandlot. I mean, it's narrated. I should, like... I should clarify that. I think the story told the way the story is told is better. I mean. I guess, but like I would go with a film that's partially narrated is better than a is better at storytelling than a film that isn't narrated at all. Okay, so you can't just take away that aspect just because. No, I'm not. I'm Coach not, Carter's I'm not, not narrated. I'm not taking it away. I'm just adding context. Okay, so like I'm. So you disagree or not? No, I agree with you, but I I'd say that if Coach Carter had a narrator, okay, but it doesn't, so we can't. Say no, that. I'm like just I'm hard just, to argue. I'm just saying. I just think like depth of movie, Coach Carter is better. In every other category, Sandlot is better. I just need like, to tell you, I'm trying really hard to prevent or remember the Titans Sandlot final. I love. Listen, I that won't be hard for me. Like I love the Sandlot, but I I don't know, man. All the heavy hitters are on the Remember Titans side. Remember the Titans are going through my guy. No, no, I know, I know. I'm just saying, I love Coach Carter. I love this. I love both of these movies. There's a reason they both make it to round three. But up against each other, I think The Sandlot is a better film. I think we should use our tiebreaker. The Tomato Meter. Yeah. You haven't even once defended. Are you going to defend your movie? Or are you just gonna? I mean, I'm. I can just keep attacking yours, but I mean, no, Coach Carter. Like, I'd say it's a better coming of age story than The Sandlot because we're looking at characters, these kids in high school in this rough area, who 
before Coach Carter got there, only cared about basketball or whatever they were doing off the court. And he tries to make them into actually fine young men. Young men who can carry forward, go to college, get out of the situations they're in. I think that's more of a coming of age than a bunch of kids playing baseball with each other and their friendship growing. But, I mean, just saying the Sandlot is a bunch of kids playing baseball with each other is very much diminishing what the story of the Sandlot is. I mean, it's a bunch of... It is, though, a bunch of kids playing baseball together. At its base, but there's a lot deeper... Like, it's about overcoming fear. It's about, uh, op- like, opening up to yourself. It's about learning new things. It's about being social. Like, it's about developing friendships as much as it is just kids playing baseball together. Like, if you describe the Sandlot as a bunch of kids playing baseball, you're not inaccurately describing it but you're you're very much diminishing what it is because this you have a young nerdy kid who doesn't have any friends who's in a brand new place who's dealing with a new relationship with a new stepfather who is the reason for his family being displaced you have a group of guys with an already established friend group and a new guy coming in who has no idea what he's doing, has to take on new experiences to make new friends. These guys have to learn how to accept him. They have to learn how to overcome their fears. They have to learn how to work together to get things back. Like going up to that old, that crazy, scary old man who supposedly feeds kids to his uh, dog. Like you and I, as 20 plus year olds, understand how silly of a concept that is, but you were 12, 13, 14 once. You understand how some how scary some gigantic adults with massive dogs can be. Like, if you look at it through the lens of a 12-year-old and not through the lens of a 20-year-old, you can understand, like, the fear that they had to overcome in that situation. Like, there's a lot more than just a bunch of kids playing baseball with each other. Oh, no, that's fair. But... With Coach Carter, you don't have you don't have to watch the movie looking at it through a specific lens. You can look at it through the lens you have. What lens is that? Uh, a lens of like diversity and acceptance. If you go into it with a certain lens, you'll not get anything out of the film. I meant like, I mean, no, that's a fair point. I was more referring to like age. Well, yeah. Uh, and I would, I mean, I would argue they have to overcome fears in that movie too. Yeah, absolutely, they do. I'm not. Say, no, I, say I wasn't Dirk. saying. I wasn't saying anything you said about Coach Carter was wrong. I was saying you can't you can't build up Coach Carter and then diminish the Sandlot without representing it fairly as well. That's what I was saying. I, I agreed with everything you said about Coach Carter. Like the coming of age is great. Them overcoming the diversity and having to learn to work together, especially in a community where it's me or nobody. You know what I mean? Like. I get all of that, which is why I think Coach Carter is fantastic. I love Coach Carter. I just, like just for me, Sandlot's a better movie. Did you look up the scores? I did. What are what are they? Sandlot wins by four. I am sad, but I believe that they have the exact same critic score, but Sandlot has an eighty-nine and uh, audience score, and Coach Carter has an eighty-five. I I believe that. I feel like more people would enjoy watching The Sandlot as opposed to Coach Carter, partly because of how uh, heavy some of the tones are in Coach Carter. And that's another thing, too. Like, I don't think... Like, if my nephew was up here and I had to watch him, 
and the movie choices were Coach Carter or the Sandlot. Were You're obviously watching Sandlot. Sandlot a yeah. hundred out of fifty times. Like it's and I, and I will say like the lack of desire to rewatch a movie. I don't think take away takes away from how good that movie is. Like one of my favorite movies is Seven Pounds. I have watched it three times, and. Since the third watch, have had zero desire to watch it again. Yeah, but you've watched it three times. Because, but even even the first time I watched it, I didn't know anything about it. The second time I watched it with someone who had never seen it and was watching it. I didn't want to watch it. And then the third time, uh, someone asked me if I if they had heard of if I had heard of this movie, and I said yes. It's incredibly sad, but it's really good. And they were like, "Will you watch it with me?" I've never sought out watching the movie Seven Pounds. Because of how heavy it is. I think it's a phenomenal movie. But because of how heavy it is, I don't want to rewatch it over and over again. And Coach Carter, I don't think, is quite that heavy. Like, I would rewatch Coach Carter many a time. But I do think it is a heavier watch, and that is to be taken into consideration when put up against a movie like that's the Sandlot. That's fair. Moving on. I'm sorry. I feel You look so upset. You're I, like, that's, <sighs> that's because That's because Sandlot will play the winner of these two matches. Okay. And you know what I was trying to avoid. Invincible versus The Longest Yard. Not difficult for me. The Longest Yard. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I enjoyed Invincible, um, but it was fine. You only pushed it through because you hate Caddyshack. Absolutely. It has no business being yeah. in this round. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Uh, I, it's funny. I said the Sandlot and Coach Carter, they're both here for good reason. Invincible's not here for good reason. <laughs> you know, it's here. You know, for good you know reason. what the funny thing is though, David, you listen, could've... you could have fought me and Caddyshack probably would have moved on. You could have pushed Caddyshack through and it would have lost in this round. And you probably wouldn't have gotten as much flack as you're going to get for it. Fair enough. You could have fought harder for Caddyshack, gone to the tomato meter and you probably would have won. I, I don't believe that. I think Caddyshack is very highly rated. I don't know that it is. Let me let me look it up real quick because I'm curious. You look up Ca- or you look up Invincible. I look up Caddyshack. Okay. Uh, but I like yes, I knew I could have argued for it, but I saw the grave you were digging for yourself, and I just wanted the help. You know. I mean, fair enough. That's all I want. All right, where are we at with Caddyshack? Uh, I'm a slow typer. Caddyshack has a 72 tomato meter and an 87 audience score. Yeah, it would have won. Oh. Uh, it's closer than I thought, though. Invincible has a 72 tomato meter, but a 73 audience score. Really? Um, I would have thought one of those would have been in the 60s. But I was expecting one of Caddyshacks to be in the 40s. See, I, I, I'm like you. I thought Invincible was going to be less, but I thought Caddyshack... I almost thought that... Critic score would have been in like the 80s for Caddyshack. I don't know what critics do. I don't either, man. I, I, I don't either. Well, like, obviously, like, I know what they do. I just yeah, don't know how. They critique movies. I don't know how they come to the conclusions that they come to, you yeah. know? But Longest Yard versus Invincible, I think we've said all we can about Longest yeah. Yard, how good it is. And then um, Invincible just doesn't belong here. <laughs> so this is a pretty easy. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. On. Remember the Titans. Easy. Verse 42. Man. 
What are you feeling right now? What type of emotions? I'm upset. Your stomach and a knot? Either one of these that loses here. You, your knee's weak? It's, yeah, my arms are heavy. Vomit on your sweater already? Mom's spaghetti. Uh, either one of these that lose here, I'm going to be disappointed. I think this this should have been the final. Like, like, man, I, I'm, I'm picking Remember the Titans. Well, yeah. I love Remember the Titans. It's my favorite sports movie. Um, and because it's a subjective list, I'm picking Remember the Titans. I I will say I think 42 was a significantly more impactful movie. I would rather watch I I'm also picking Remember the Titans, but I would rather watch 42 than the rest of the movies on this list. Yeah, that like, are still in. Legitimately I think this should have been the final. Like I know I said for a long time like oh it's it's Sandlot and Remember the Titans, but I think I just wasn't thinking about 42 for some reason. 42 is a better movie than Sandlot. Like I think 42 is far and away the second best movie on this list. And so it's it that's it's so sad. I mean, it's the third, but it's okay. What's your second? Caddyshack. Oh my god. No <laughs> shot. No shot. You think 42 is not as good as Caddyshack. I mean, that's just another way of saying Caddyshack is better than 42. Yeah, which it is. Oh my. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Even I hate you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, man. God, dude. 42 is so good. Listen. Listen. I'm listening. Let's compromise here. Okay. Let's replace Longest Yard with 42. Mm, I don't think I don't think we're allowed to do that. I know. That makes me sad. Remember man. the Titans moving through. I love 42 so much. And then the last matchup of this round. Miracle versus Friday Night Lights. That's not hard for me. It, honestly, remotely. it's not hard for me either. All right, so remember the Titans going on to the... No. Remember the Titans has nothing to do I with I mean, uh, Friday Night Lights is what I meant. Oh, but no, no, I'm kidding. Miracle. Uh, yeah, Miracle, so good. Iconic. The movie is emotional. Um, I think one of the cool things about Miracle is like how they individually develop characters without point, specific like, storylines. Yeah, like in Remember the Titans, when you look at Gary and Julius and their relationship, there are specific moments in the movie that are designed to just show the two of them and how they grow into being close. Yeah. Right? That isn't really a thing in Miracle. And yet somehow we learn to love and know all of these characters in the movie as one cohesive group without having to hone in and key in on any one, which I think is a really cool way of doing it. Um, and I think that's a really cool thing about Miracle. Did you know that there is a movie, uh, t like just how like Friday Night Lights has a, uh, I don't know if complimentary is the right word, but there's a movie that takes the story of the other side throughout that same season there's huh. a movie that fought that about the russian team huh that russian team interesting dude apparently it got real bad for them after they lost to the u.s 
I can imagine that. Because, like, so, like, playing, playing for Russia, the Russian hockey team, like, that counts as your military service. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Like, CSKA Moscow and the KHL, that is an army team. Huh. Playing for that team, like, that counts as serving your military service. Wow. So, if you're not proficient, they have... I'd need... I'm not going to say, like, this without a fraction of a doubt happened because I'd need to get well more reacquainted with the story but I'm pretty sure a couple of them got sent to jail a couple of the players wow yeah like it was it was, like it got rough huh I don't know I've seen a couple of players on my favorite team play like absolute dog water I wouldn't mind seeing them behind bars for a few weeks yeah yeah but obviously we don't live in a crazy place like Russia Vladimir Putin, if you're listening to this, I love you. Anyway. What a what a statement to make. On you know how podcast. much more scared I am of Vladimir Putin than I am freaking Sleepy Joe? You know how much more scared I am you sound of like the a Republican. tactics? I know. I'm not. I promise. Don't worry. Um, David, why would Vladimir Putin come after you? He's a crazy person. He is a crazy person, but he's not. Our government at least has rules. He, their government has rules. He makes them. Exactly. That, 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 so he doesn't has, have any rules. I mean, he can do whatever he wants, and they do it so much more covertly. Yeah, but let's just talk about the geopolitics of it all. If Vladimir Putin came and sent, or not came, but sent someone to take you out, someone on because a podcast, because I called him crazy. You know how many people would be dead if he just sent killers. To kill people who called him crazy? Yeah, like, like <laughs> I mean, no offense by this, but think about how small beans you are oh, compared yeah. to, oh, yeah. like, just oh, every, yeah. like, like... Considering, like, the rest of the globe outside of China has it out for that insane person? No, yeah. don't forget North Korea. Oh, I don't but, know. I don't think they're buddy-buddy with anybody. I think they pretend to be, but I think they're but, just also crazy. Uh, even even if he did and you died, you think, you think the, like, our government wouldn't find out that fair would, enough that would basically be an act of war over they're listening i know our government's listening oh yeah we've just said a bunch of keywords listen nsa if i die it was putin putin in his place no nope, that didn't work or thomas but most likely was, no putin. don't no david david stop it i'm not gonna kill you will you quit there have it? been times where i thought you know you've been really mad at me before name one time You've been mad at me? Yeah. I like, can name oh, no, no, no. Billy. That mad. That mad. Oh, Thomas, I've never legitimately thought you were going to kill me. Calm down. That's because I don't get mad. It's called hyperbole. Yeah, you do that a lot. I hyperbole a lot? Yeah. You hyperbolize. Is the verb. You hyperbolize the majority of your sentences. That is simply false. That was a hyperbole. It was a hyperbole, but it's not as much of a hyperbole. I forgot. I don't. Meow. <laughs> English. Anyways, the longest yard versus the sandlot. Um, I mean, the Sandlot beats the Longest Yard. I don't like the Sandlot, and I love the Longest Yard, but I can sit back and comprehend. You don't like the Sandlot? I mean, I knew you had argue, been arguing against it, but I, I thought that was just because you I think, liked other movies better. I didn't know you didn't like the Sandlot. I don't know if it's that I don't like the Sandlot, or I don't like how much it's praised so good and because of that i have a negative view of the movie unfairly i understand that i i'm you I'm know the what same i'm saying way. yeah i'm the same way with certain things like 
That's probably like I don't think I hate Caddyshack as much as I do. As a film, I think I was just so disappointed by how bad it was. I'm personally that it made me hate it even more. I'm personally okay with pushing this with Sandlot through because I know it doesn't stack up to either remember the titans or miracle yeah so like if if there was a fraction of a doubt in my mind that it had a shot at winning i would be up in arms <laughs> um i i also think it's the same lot but i think it's it's it was harder for me than i thought it would be really like i think i forget how much i love the longest I mean, yard listen, until i, I will, really start to think about listen, it. listen i will compromise with you and push the longest yard through i legitimately I, for, I just forget how much I love Longest Yard until I think about it. It's a I do movie. love the Longest Yard. I, I like the same a lot better. The, the cast is just like with how many people are in that movie, everyone, it doesn't feel like it's everyone's pushed into getting screen time. It feels natural. It feels. Yeah. And again, like I like saying a lot better, but it's closer than it should be. I mean, but listen, it shouldn't I, have gotten past She's the Man, so it's on borrowed time anyway. I will, you conceived, conceived? That's not the right word. You conceded uh, Invincible to Caddyshack. So I would be willing to concede Sandlot to Longest Yard. All right, you heard it here first. Uh, The Longest Yard is moving forward. We're just going to go ahead and lock that in. Uh, That is happening. That is official. It cannot be undone. Mostly because, one, I do love, like I'm not mad at Longest Yard getting this far. But two, because we all we know it's gonna lose in the finals. Bam. You know what I mean? Bam. Like Bam. The Longest Yard is a better movie than the Sandlot. Disagree. That's not what I said. That I is, said I would that concede is what you said. because you earlier conceded for me. I would have preferred you to concede earlier to the Sandlot and she's the man, but I will take it. I can't do that with good conscience. I mean you can. I can't. I mean I cannot sem- do that David, with good it's conscience. semantics. That's not semantics. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. If we ever get t-shirts, it's semantics has to be one of them. Yeah. Like on the front it says, it's, it's semantics. And, and on, on the, the back, back it's a- It's not semantics. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just like in small font right below it. Like... It's semantics. And then just like it's in there, like, unless you're like right on top yeah. of them, you can't see. It's not semantics. In parentheses, <laughs> it's not semantics. I love, dude, we gotta get t-shirts. We really do. Specifically so we can get that t-shirt. <laughs> um, all right. Remember the Titans and Miracle. Yeah, that's, that's the matchup. This is a good matchup. It is a good matchup. This is a close matchup. It is, but it's not at the same time. I, I really hope... That you are on my side of Remember the Titans. Me or the listeners? You. Oh, I am. Yeah. I mean, okay. Um, I'm glad because is... I feel like Miracle is one of those movies that would get like super highly like critically. Nationalistic. Um, yeah. Well, no, no, like critically acclaimed. Like I feel like if we took it to the tomato meter, Miracle would win. Miracle. And so I'm glad so we agree ulti- so we don't have to do that. Here's my ultimate, like, the reason why. Like, anyone who knows me knows how much I love Miracle and knows how much I love hockey. Miracle's a long movie. Yep. It could have used... It had plenty of excess time and it could have used that time better. Yeah. I love Miracle. I think it's phenomenal. 
Um, I, I do think, yeah, there are a couple of dull moments in that movie, but I think it's one of those movies that like you can overlook some of that stuff because of yeah. just how great the movie is. And so I don't really think about that often. Uh, but as good as Miracle is, I just like, man, I don't think there are many better movies in general, let alone sports movies. I don't think there are any better sports movies, obviously. Just like, and again, confirmation bias. I just finished watching it last night. But like, it's so freaking good. There's a moment at the end of the movie that gets me every single time. And obviously, you know, there's this like, uh, heated like Herman Boone says you worry about your defense and then uh, Coach Yost says you worry about your offense so when Boone tries to offer advice Yost just says you worry about your offense and when Yost tries to offer advice he says you just worry about your defense and during the championship game when what they've been doing all season isn't working anymore because they're coming up against the best team in the state both of them there's this moment where Yost at halftime, he says, I hope you boys have learned as much from me as I have from you. Because what I have learned is that it doesn't matter what color somebody is. What matters is what they got inside them or something like that. I'm not, I'm not quoting it exactly. And he says, and it's about time I start living like that. And he looks at Boone and he says, Coach, they're running all over my defense. I don't know what to do to stop him. I could use some help. And then you see on the sideline, Boone giving advice to Yost on the defense. And then later, Yost giving advice to Boone on the offense. And ultimately, obviously, they come out victorious uh, with a trick play, which Boone said he would never do. We don't do trick plays. With a trick play on the final play of the game, and they win state. Uh, and, like, that moment is just so, like, I don't know, man. It's It's... It's big time character development Massive. because if Boone knew that if he lost a game he was done, he did know. Yeah, no, but I'm saying if Boone knew, then Yost also knew. Oh yeah, Yost also knew. So Yost could have just not said anything. Well, and that's why he said at the very the very so the very first game, uh, the defense allowed like two touchdowns early, and Boone looked at his assistant that he brought in from his school and he said, "Hey, you think Yost is letting them score on purpose?" Because he knew that if they, if he loses one game, he was out. Yeah. And then later, obviously, we see Yost put in PD. PD defends old buddy. And they demolish that team. Yeah. Um, but, like, I just, like, I the character development, the storylines told, the, the meaning behind Remember the Titans, I just, I love it. I love it a lot. I, do we even need to talk about the final? No. Like, I don't think it's much of a like like the longest yard is good, it's great, it's fun. But remember the Titans just goes so much deeper. Yeah. And it's I think it's better executed. Yeah. For sure. Almost like Chris Rock and the longest yard. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it took you a second there. I was almost worried your brain got fried. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, yeah Longest right Yard is great. Everyone right now is shocked at my audacity. He didn't get shocked. He got blew up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he pulled the light bulb and yeah, yeah. Dang, I was like, I was, I thought I was gonna blow everyone's mind. He blew up the ra- caretaker, not caretaker. Um, 
the, the dude, the old dude. Yeah, the old guy blew up the radio. and uh, but Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Longstar was great. It's phenomenal. It's a great... I'm genuinely shocked to see it in the final of this bracket. I'm not going to lie to you. But the Cinderella story comes to an end here. The bill always comes due. As great of a movie as it is, as much as I love to watch it, remember that the... Like, it, it doesn't get better. Remember the Titans, I think, similar to the Disney bracket, was the favorite coming in. Uh, coming out victorious on top. Call it women's UConn for the last 20 years. Uh, but I, uh, I'm i happy with this. I'm very happy. I'm happy that you're happy. Thanks, buddy. But at least one of us can be happy. But yeah, so that's our bracket. Happy Let us know if you happy. agree. Let us know if you're if we're wrong. Let us know if uh, Remember the Titans is just a terrible movie. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. I'm interested but. to hear yours. But that's the end of our uh, sports movie bracket. Um, Coming up um, on Saturday, you will get a podcast. About sports. About sports. Probably football, hockey, and soccer. Probably mostly football. A lot has happened this week. Probably mostly football. A lot has happened Like, this Like, week. if it's an hour podcast, like, you're probably going to get, like, 20 minutes of soccer slash hockey and then 40 minutes of just football. If it's an hour-long podcast, I'll be shocked. It's probably going to be, like, an hour and 15 minutes, and it's yeah. still probably only going to be 20 minutes of hockey yeah. and soccer. <laughs> but, listen, I don't know... What color your favorite tie is? I didn't know people still had favorite ties. I have a favorite tie. You have a tie? I have like four. Wow. They're nice. I haven't worn a tie in so long. I haven't worn a tie in three years. Minimum. I haven't worn a tie in around that time. I probably even longer because I didn't I didn't I didn't go to my graduation my the, college graduation because of COVID. I don't wear a tie at my graduation. Aren't you supposed to wear a tie under your cap and gown? Probably. I don't know. Wow. I wore slacks and a button down shirt. I I, I have I, I took a screenshot of a selfie you took on graduation day. You looked you looked like you were struggling. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll, I'll show you it later. Uh, I took. I wore the last time I wore a tie. Mm-hmm. Was at a um, wedding that I officiated. I oh. wore a bow tie. Oh no, I wore made out of peacock feathers. Built. Yeah, no, that's a cool tie. It's a really cool bow tie. Uh, that should be your favorite tie by default. Fair enough. Uh, I don't wear ties, but that's I probably wore, my favorite tie. I wore a tie when I was presenting my thesis, my capstone, and <laughs> I believe that was December twenty nineteen. When I first started at that very small church that I preached at, yeah, uh, the old ladies complained that I didn't wear a tie. When I say old ladies, I mean one specific old lady, and not she wasn't old. The old lady. This one lady complained that I didn't wear a tie, Mm -hmm. and I made plain, in no uncertain terms, that I was not, would not, ever wear a tie. (laughs) And uh, I think I think she grew to like me over the 15 months. I hope. I love that church. Nobody in it. I hope she liked me too. But anyway, that's... You should go back. I, I, I need to take Sunday off and go back and visit. Yeah. That'd be fun. Get that pimento cheese sandwich. That was a good Sammy. Maybe I can take Chris, get a little nap in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but... David doesn't know if you have a favorite tie, apparently. I didn't know people still had favorite ties. What I do know 
is that you're at the end of another episode of the Here So We Don't Get Fine podcast. What are we doing for our bracket next week? Do we decide? Uh, no. Are we leaning towards that one thing? Maybe. I don't know. Ooh. I think we should do it. I think there's not going to be a clearer front runner in that one, so it'd be more exciting. Anyway, we'll talk about it. That's a tease for you. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it later. Way to say something without saying nothing at all. But anyway. I don't know about you, but uh, we're, we're just, just here so we don't, don't get, get fined. fined.